When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. First and Pod, hosted by Danny Parkin and Andrew Filippone. All right, let's talk a little uh, news of the week, Pony. Okay. Mike McCarthy retained as head coach of the Dallas Cowboys. The report is that Dan Quinn will be back with the Cowboys. If he does not get a head coaching job, he is getting a bunch of interviews. Jerry Jones said it's in the best interest of the Cowboys to bring McCarthy back. They apparently met for a few hours to talk about the loss, the end of the season, and their future. McCarthy, three straight 12-win seasons, but absolutely mortifying playoff exits. Should he be back? Well, can I just... I, 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 I This is going to be a little pedantic of me, and I don't want to quibble with you entirely, but would you say that the 49ers loss at home was mortifying? Is No. They didn't get embarrassed. There was this very stupid play at the end of that game that made them look silly. He's had his hand in the losses directly as the coach. Yeah, and and he's and he has not performed well in situations where they've been favored to win in playoff games or they've been playing at home, whether he was in Green Bay or Dallas. That's followed him around his entire career. So now that I you know argued with you on that. I feel like I'm vindicated on this because I think this decision backs up what I've said and why as soon as we taped the podcast after the Packers game, I said to you, I feel like I'm taking, I'm the only person that sees it with clarity. I don't see Jerry Jones firing Mike McCarthy to hire Bill Belichick and give him the keys to the castle when the guy is an egotistical maniac who doesn't just want to win, he wants to win on his terms. And I think he's just, he likes, he's comfortable with having a head coach who he can boss around. And I also think he likes winning with his guys. I think he wanted to win with Tony Romo because he discovered him as an undrafted guy and got credit for it, even though you point out there's somebody that really does the scouting and everything else, but it gets put on Jerry Jones. Yeah. Uh, Dak Prescott, same thing. Diamond in the rough fourth round pick. You know, Mike McCarthy recycled. He got all kinds of heat for uh, Green Bay. And, oh, he was just along for the ride, grabbing onto Aaron Rodgers' coattails. I think he gets obsessed with that kind of stuff. Like, not only are we going to win, but I'm going to get credit for either discovering this person or resuscitating this person, whatever. And I think this is the latest, this is more proof of that. He doesn't want to he doesn't want to always get the best and I don't even think Belichick's the best available by the way but he doesn't just want to go out and get the best thing available he wants to do it in his very unique Jerry Jones way. He's already won three Super Bowls, Danny. He wants to do I, it his way now, Frank Sinatra. Listen, I understand that and I don't know that listen, I told you I didn't think that Belichick was the best available either. I think it's a little insane to continue to run this back with what McCarthy is. But I've been saying this. I said McCarthy was bad when he won a Super Bowl. You know, I I do. I think that he is a complete 
fraud. Like I, he, he lied in his interview. He just like sitting next to Jerry Jones at the press conference when he got the Cowboys job is asked the question, Hey, you said that you had watched every play of the, uh, you know, 2019 Cowboys. What did you learn on that big film review? And he's like, Oh, well, you know, I mean, you'll say anything to get a job. I didn't actually go back and watch every snap. I would have fired him on the spot. As Jerry Jones, you lied to me and then you got this job. Like I, so I think that McCarthy has been riding Rogers' coattails and a fraud, a huge percentage of the time. So I say all of that to say this, and this might surprise you. He won 12 games, three years in a row. I brought this up to you after the game. I, I said, no, you've I, always been the guy that does the sample size and doesn't. I, well, the thing is the playoff man, losses. The, the, the difference this year, the difference this year is that Dak Prescott had his be- the best season of his career. I didn't think that Dak had this year in him. Now, But he also I, revert, reverted back to the worst possible version of Dak Prescott in the playoffs. And, and he probably should have, thrown, he should have thrown four picks in that game. Like, here's the thing. They're in a real tough spot because they've won 12 games three years in a row and their quarterback just had the best season of his life. So, by any account... You run that back, and that's what they're doing. But McCarthy chokes in the postseason, and Dak is only going to get more expensive. So would I bet on them ever winning a Super Bowl? I'd bet heavy against it. But I think you also, devil you know versus the devil you don't, I understand why they're running it back, and they're going to bet on the sample size and the randomness of a single elimination NFL postseason tournament. I would have fired him. Um, I would have fired Ben Johnson. That's what I would Ben Johnson. Yeah, I would okay. Have, I would have fired McCarthy and hired Ben Johnson. Yeah, That's I like I mean. that. I like that. I would. I, I prefer Slowick to Johnson, but tomato, tomato. They're basically the same type of person or same type of candidate. Um, like, I just, I have such a, uh, I, I have such a disdain for what what happened. What what happened to me this week in Pittsburgh was I just got so frustrated by the amount of crap that McCarthy was getting relative to what people say about the coach that I cover. And that's what drove me nuts. And like, I say that as someone who thinks that what you should do is what Denver did after they lost to the Colts at home in the playoffs in 14, they fired your boy, John Fox. They bring in Gary Kubiak the next year. They win a Super Bowl. Okay. That that's what I would have done. I would have gone out and hired a Ben Johnson or um, or Bobby Slowick. But I just like, from where I am, I just get so bogged down in, I turn on the TV and I hear McCarthy made out to be the Antichrist and the coach I cover has like the literal same exact resume. And these people put him on, you know, this Mount Olympus of coaches, which do you, do you understand where I'm coming from with this? When their numbers are literally the same exact thing. Yeah. Tomlin feels impressive outwardly. McCarthy doesn't. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. 
happy price, price line. So does this go back to the Bomani Jones thing where I think he made the comment that if Mike McCarthy wasn't overweight, people would have a different opinion of him? He kind of, I think, said that. I don't want to put... I have no idea if he said maybe that. Spencer can, maybe Spencer can fact check that for me and just quickly Google search Bomani Jones, Mike McCarthy, fat or something like that. To I, see I, I have no idea if he said that. I, here's, here's the out-of-town perception of Mike Tomlin, that he is an incredible leader whose teams consistently overachieve, and he is one of the most impressive speakers into a microphone that I've ever heard for an NFL coach. So like when he does the Wednesday run through of the opponent, like every coach does, and he makes the opponent every year sound like, you know, the 92 Cowboys, Mike Tomlin does it in a way that is so much more impressive and insightful than the vast majority of the world. Like my theory on how coaches, how fans view coaches is like, we only get to see the game in the press conference. So we, Obviously should rate the game very highly, but we all overrate the press conference because it's our only other exposure to these people. And Tomlin is legitimately the best I've ever seen as a football coach behind that microphone in the NFL. But just, okay, so he did, is that the quote right there, Spencer from Bomani here? Can you read that, Danny? The double extra large is not helping his case in terms of the skepticism people feel about him. The world's a little bit skeptical of our portly brothers. (laughs) This is not a small part of the discussion, man. People don't treat them right. You know I'm not lying about this. Here's the thing. I know from personal experience with my dad's side of the family that are all Packers fans, I can tell you that I have heard way, 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 way too many, uh, but often hilarious, Mike McCarthy, that fat ass joke you know what i mean like it is it is which is funny coming from a bunch of wisconsin people so bomani's not off on that i do think that that factors in on some level just think about this comparison between uh mccarthy and tomlin they faced off in super bowl 45 mccarthy won the game uh mike tomlin then had ben roethlisberger from 2011 through 2021 so he had another decade plus with him and i understand in the last year even though they still made the playoff, Ben was not the same guy. In 2020, Ben threw, I think, 32 touchdown passes. So let's not make him out like he was some scrub, even when he was 37 years old. From that point on, from 2010 on, you say the perception is Tomlin overachieves. They won three playoff games with Ben. I know. From 2011 through 2021, their three wins are they beat Cincinnati with A.J. McCarron at quarterback and needed a miracle with penalties at the end of the game. They beat Matt Moore in Miami at home because Tannehill wasn't healthy enough to play. And they won a playoff game in Kansas City without scoring a touchdown. Those are the three. So I don't understand this this alternative uh, reality where Tomlin is somehow overachieved. They went to one AFC championship game with Roethlisberger, Le'Veon Bell, and Antonio Brown. Two of those guys should be in the Hall of Fame. One won't because he's a running back. The other probably won't because he's an insane human being and they'll just keep him out because of that Antonio Brown. But everybody knows he's one of the 10 best wide receivers of all time. As a defensive coach, he had those things. They went to one AFC championship game and they got blown out. So I don't understand how he overachieved or has the perception that he overachieves. I don't Well, get I mean, that. a couple things. I mean, Roethlisberger's not Rodgers. He's a first ballot Hall of Famer. 
I know, but he's but he's not but he's not Rodgers and McCarthy four losing seasons and a firing midseason. Two six-win seasons, a seven-win season and a four-win season. So the bad and the blown games in the postseason when you felt like you had the superior team, home losses in NFC Championship games against Seattle, kicking field goals inside the 25-yard line, that sort of thing. Tomlin is the only coach, in, is one of only two coaches in the modern era to have a five-game losing streak with one team. The only other guy is Marvin Lewis. That's a five-game. Five-game losing streak in the playoffs. In He's the playoffs. lost five in a row. Yeah, yeah. Marvin lost seven. No one else has that. Schottenheimer lost five in a row, but he was with like three or four different teams because he could never win a game in the playoffs and he would bounce around to Cleveland, right. uh, Kansas. So that's the type of company this guy keeps. And if 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 the commentary on both was the same, I'm fine. But they're just so radically different that it drives me nuts, man. <laughs> like Tomlin gets credit for going eight and eight with Hodges and Rudolph that one year. And and so, but then uh, McCarthy gets docked. You said losing seasons because he went six and 10 with, with Brett Huntley as his quarterback. Like, what's the difference in that situation? Neither team made the playoffs. Eight versus well, I mean, like I said, it's, it's, four, it's four losing years for McCarthy. Yeah. Four. It's, well, you know he's I mean? also got a better playoff record than Mike. He's eleven. He's got eleven playoff wins, and Mike's only got eight. Tomlin, that is. I understand. Yeah, they're both named Mike. So, all right. Well, it always comes back to all conversational roads come back to Mike Tomlin. Thanks for checking out this bonus edition of First and Pod. Spencer Ray's our producer. Peace.